Tov. Today's daf is Lamed Aleph, 31. And uh, we pick up at the bottom, uh, or the middle of Lamed Amad Bet, um, at the two dots. Um, and we are, um, and we're dealing with this issue about this institution of um, lending money to the Kohen Levi or the Ani, um, and uh, and sort of an arrangement that you'll give them Trumas and Meisersen to pay back for the money that you just lent them, um, and sort of, and then you handle that yourself. Um, but uh, within that context, we have here a similar discussion. So let's take a look. Tanu Rabbanan, Yisrael Shamalu Levi, Ma'aseh Yeshli Chabiadi. Yisrael said to a lady, "You have meister in my possession. You don't have to worry about so that. Now the halacha is you don't have to worry about that. There might be trumas meister in the meister. Right? Trumas meister is the tenth of the tenth that the lady separates and gives to the kohen. Okay. But if he said to him, Core meister you have a specific measure of maaser. He didn't just say you got a pile of maaser in my house. You have a core. You have a whatever. Uh, I don't even know what volume me- measurements are for, bo- for for wheat. But anyway, a bushel, a peck, whatever it is." 30 seyas. Oh, good. Now we know. 30 seyas. <laughs> anyway, you have a certain measure of maaser um, in my possession. You're concerned that about the trumas maaser. So what the heck does any of this mean? Which is what the Gemara says. Uh, the Gemara sa- um, so the Gemara says, uh, where are we? Um, my Gemara. What is it saying? Like, I can't even parse this. So Amar Bayes. It says Bayes. Uh, this is what it says. Thank you so much. Um, he says, look, and this very much fits in the context of our Mishnah. I separated off some meister in my home, okay, I'll give it to you, you know, but, you know, I mean, it's yours. I separated off, I had you in mind, whatever it is, it's yours, okay, well, let me buy it back off of you, all right, so take this money instead, let me buy it back off of you, and I'll just keep the grain in my house, all right, so that very much sort of fits the context of the Mishnah. So, here's the money. You're not concerned that the levy, before he, this is what he tells his clients, before he took the money, because as soon as he takes the money the sale is binding why because even though metaltolin cattle whatever are not are, money doesn't make the transaction it's taking possession of it but as soon as he takes the money I've taken possession of it because it's all it's in my house right so if so Tosin says that the concern is he says will you sell me that meister I separated meister yesterday it, it's yours let me now buy it back off of you okay by the way you realize again how this is like I mean a, a good way of me saving some money like that's a thousand dollars worth of meister I find a lady who otherwise wasn't expecting to get the miser from me, and I could say to him, "That'll be your master if you, but I, if I can buy it off of you for two hundred dollars or something like that." So anyway, I'm not saying that that's what the case is saying, but you know, one wonders about how some of these things might have played out in real life. So anyway, so before, so if you say yes, you agree to the sale, then we're not concerned that before you take the money and the sale is binding um, of the, me selling it back, to, of you selling it back to me, right? So now I'm saying it's yours. So now before it's binding, before the sale back to me takes effect, maybe you'll say, oh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to make all that maaser, trumas maaser, another maaser I have in my house. Okay, because here's the levy, right? He's got, uh, he's got a thousand bushels or whatever of maaser in his house, and now you've just given him a hundred bushels of maaser, so he'll say, great, I'll turn that hundred bushels of maaser into the maaser off of the thousand I've got in my house, whatever. And now what happens? I just bought it off of you, but now I'm left with trum in my house. How do right? you affect it? Just by saying it? Yeah. Verbally. Yeah. Right? You might even be able to think it. We'll see in a minute. Okay? So you understand the problem. I thought I was buying from him this grain that I could eat. I would have to take meister from it, trumus meister, I mean trumus meister from it, but at least 90% I could eat. Do we have to be concerned that before the sale went through, he, he went ahead and he used, turned it all into trumus meister based on other, uh, for other meister that he has, and now I can't eat any of it. Now it's effectively all, now it's all trumus. He turns it into a meister like that, and the lady then takes the $200. Is that a Geneva? Well, that's essentially what the Gemara is going to say. Okay, so the Gemara is going to say, yeah. Who, who does the separate who, who are you expecting of you know, okay Michael here is our official lady okay I'm, t- I'm going ahead and I'm separating off the meister from my grain here it is then I go to Michael I say Michael that meister in my house that's yours okay maybe do she'ena zoche kezoche maybe we have a third party to be konit for him okay but I'm, I'm, I'm right and then I'm going to say what well I have to make it yours so now I can buy it back off of yeah, from you. Take it. right I mean, I, like, like I said 
God, maybe we maybe you, we do a Kenyan Khalid. Well, we do something that now it's his. So and now, exactly. And now he says, sell it back to me. So in the process, right before he sells it back to me, we're not concerned he turned that all into Truma Spicer, and now I'm just stuck with a lot of Truma. Okay? So, But if I said to him, I told him exactly how much it was. It was a hundred bushels of Masir. So in that case, so the reason we didn't suspect Michael before wasn't because we thought he was so honest was because he didn't know how much it was no well, now you don't want to but you, you can't like was it you know was it a tiny amount was it a large amount you had no idea how much it was so you can't use it for too much nicer if you don't know the amount we're talking well, about because, say, like, you know, oh, yeah however much it is I'll figure it out later maybe but anyway but if it's a very specific amount so this is great it's a hundred bushels I'll make it too much nicer on the other nine hundred bushels that I've got okay so if he knows the exact amount we are afraid that he did this switcheroo on me before I was able to buy it back. So the Gemara says, okay, that, read, that reads very nicely in the bright, though. But the Gemara says, Are we talking about wicked people? They take money for it? And then, and then they've turned it into Trumas Meiser? Right? So like, if, you know, if I'd known that, I wouldn't have bought it. And the wholesale anyway should be void. It should be a Mechotos. Right? So the Gemara says, that can't be plot. can't be plot that we really are Hoshish, that Michael did such a thing. And if he did such a thing, I can't even imagine that the sale would be good because then I bought it at the house. I thought it was Meister and he turned it into Trumas Meister before I could buy it. You wanted to say something though? No? No? Is Trumas yeah. Meister not a fixed amount? It, it is a, a fixed amount. It is a tenth of the Meister. So, well, was the second that he did the whole thing? This was a hundred bushels. He's got nine hundred other bushels of Meister in his house. That's Al-Makamach here. Okay. Alright. So that was a nice read of the Breita but it would, uh, I mean, in terms of, you know, the language of the Breita it fits. But, the, but it's, it's, why, it, it would be crazy to think that that would be, that, that we would be concerned that he would do such a thing. So the Gemara says like this. Ella, here's try number two. Here's what it's saying. So here I am. I'm going to go to that, to Michael again, my official lady for today. And I say to him the following. Your father left over some meiser in my possession. So no longer was I mafish master and I'm giving it to you. Your father entrusted some master to me, okay, before he passed away. Uh, we won't make it by sorry. No, no, I ain't her. Okay, I say it to, I say it, I say it to Lazy. Um, okay, before he passed away. Maestro la vicha biyadi. I'm losing my place. Heirstamav, here's the money. So really, it's not a question of right now what's happening. It's really a question, forget, forget the Lazy that I'm selling it to right now. What I want to know is, some lady entrusted Meister into my possession and then passed away. Okay, that's basically the case. Some lady entrusted Meister and then he passed uh, passed away. Do I have to be concerned that that became Trumas Meister? Now, the question is, why do Rabbi Hoy die? Now, the question is, why, why is it my issue? Why is it my, why is it my issue? It's not my Maser. So the issue is, I'm trying to buy the Maser back off now from the Sun. So it is my issue. He entrusted Maser to me. I'm going to buy it now back from the Sun. I want to, but do I have to be con- do, do I do I have to be concerned that the father before he died? And he's not a Russia. He wasn't planning on selling it to me before he died. Maybe he made it into Trumas Master. The scenario of somebody as a third party. Yeah. The question is, if, if somebody had the master right. and died, do we assume? You, oh, you mean like the, do his do his sons assume yeah. that it was? That's an interesting question. Like maybe the dynamics might be different if it's entrusted to another person. But you're right. I mean, and in general, that's the question that the Rishonim ask, which is like you know when Chavashim the Gemara has. Uh, like a, there's a lot of actually cases about this that when somebody dies you assume that all the grain that he left over is all mitukanim and you don't have problems with it yeah so I mean Tosus really doesn't understand how this fits into other sort of scenarios because if, if the master we're talking about contains within it true master but you don't know you know, the north side or the south side sometimes. Um, no, no, no. Because, well, no, but, but if he did nothing, right, there are three scenarios. He did nothing to it, and it's all master waiting for Trumas Master to be taken. Right. Scenario number two is he took Trumas Master, and we don't know where it is, okay? Then my guess feels that that's the least likely scenario because to assume that this is all, that there's a differentiation of what happened. Or the third scenario is it's all Trumas Master based on some other grain somewhere else, all right? And anyway, that's the worst case scenario. But you're, okay, so anyway, so it says, um, so anyway, so there's this grain and I want to know whether I have to be concerned about what happened before this guy died 
Okay, Heluch Damav, and I'm trying to now buy this grain. I don't have to be concerned that the father, you know, turned this into Trumas Masseh. Um, if I always say it was a core Masseh, and presumably the, re- the reason I'm articulating it that way is because that's how it was entrusted to me. I mean, that's the assumption. If I say your father entrusted some Masseh, the presumption is he didn't say, I'm giving you a hundred bushels of Masseh. He just said, here's, here's some Masseh, let me keep it by you. But if he said, I'm giving you a hundred bushels of Masseh, then it was known to him and the amount was clear and articulated so if that's now how it was entrusted to me and what I'm reporting now I have to be concerned oh so the father was aware of exactly how much maybe he did make it into Trumas Maser okay in that case so basically what it boils down to is somebody a lady dies and leaves behind Maser and he articulated how much it was and he gave it maybe it's after he gave it to someone else but anyway do we have to be concerned that at some stage it became Trumas Master, the whole amount. So Gemara says, so Tosus asks the questions that some of you were asking, like it's a general issue, and anyway, don't we always assume that when somebody dies, he's, he's left all of his stuff in a fixed state? But the Gemara asks a slightly different question. Well, I don't get it. If, or, if that all of this should be Trumas Master on some other grain somewhere else, so they're not all in the same space. Mukaf is sort of like, it's all sort of like contained, surrounded. Okay? The idea of separating you know, truma, separating mass there was that it's something taken from a whole, which means all the stuff is together and you're, and you're, you know, a certain part is being separated from the rest. So technically it works. I could have grain in this room and I could have other grain, you know, three states over and I could say this grain is truma on the, on the, on the stuff I've got like in Atlanta, right? Or this grain is truma's maaser and the maaser I have in Hawaii. Okay, back to Hawaii. Anyway, so that works. It does work because I can verbally designate it, but it's not the it's not the way it's supposed to be done. It's supposed to all physically be together, and that's called you know mina mukafa shalomina mukafa. It's all contained in, in the same space when I'm separating it out. So to be concerned that this guy died and turned this master into trumas master, the entire amount on master that exists somewhere else, I'm basically suspecting him of violating you know the normal lechatchila, the normal way. What? Yeah. So that's funny. We're always assuming we're dealing with chaveir. I guess not a chavir, maybe have to be. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, and then it becomes a. Then it's the my question, and then right. Oh, right. Anyway, yeah. What? I'm the family calling today. Yeah, and you said you did it. You know, no. It's like you know what he told me that that you know he said it was master, but you know he really said that it's true master. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, to some degree, I mean, it's like an interesting question. It's like a dini mominist element, but there's also a you know about edachanem and bisurim. So like, which one sort of would dominate in that case would be an interesting question. You know what I mean? We see him as testify anyway, but okay. Yeah. Um, so the Gemara says like this: I don't get it. Why should we suspect that this guy, who presumably was a chaver and somebody scrupulous about the laws of trumas and Mises, would have turned this amount into trumas matzah and some other grain? You're not supposed to do it if it's not in the same space. So the Gemara says, "El Let's try number three. Ben Yisrael Shemal Levi. Ben Yisrael says to the Levi, "Kach um, Amarli Abba." Here's what you're. So now he's saying to um, he. Now he's not reporting to what that the 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 guy who um, the the guy who gave me the grain died. Okay, that was the, the scenario number two. No, it's that the guy is saying my father died, and here's what my father said. Okay, Shemal Levi. Kach Amarli Abba. This is what my father said. Um, oh, my father before he died told me that uh, that you know I, he had some master that belonged to you. He separated off master from his grain. Okay, Reuben is saying my dad Yaakov before he died separated off master from his grain, and he said that it, t- it should be for you. Okay, or for your, or for your father. Or for your right, father. the your father thing is just thrown in. Let's not even worry about that. Okay, okay. it should be for you. Okay, so basically, so now I want to know what, whether what my dad might have done to that grain. Okay, is what Ruben is saying. Okay, so I must be choshim l'tumas master shabo. Now, I must be choshim l'tumas master shabo. Kivin the lokayit slo havin takin the balabayis. 
So the question here is, did my father, can we assume, do you a favor? He said, I want you to make sure that, you know, that our friend Levi there, you know, gets this mass there that I've separated off for him. And then, the, and then the father died. So now here's the question. Is it all mass there or is there still Trumas Masa that hasn't been separated? Right? Raw mass there has Trumas Masa that hasn't been separated. But maybe the father was being so nice that he actually did the job of separating off the Trumas Masa there and all of this is like, you know, clean Masa that can go to the Levi. So that's the question. Do you have to be concerned or is it not concerned as a bad thing? You know, can you can can you hope that the father took off the Trumas Mas there? So let's read that again. So he says, you're concerned the Trumas Maser Shabot that there still is Trumas Maser in that Maser and it's raw Maser call it and it still has to separate Trumas Maser even the Lokaya since the amount was not articulated or, and maybe therefore the father didn't even know the exact amount he wouldn't have separated off the Trumas Maser if however he said if the father said before he died I, there's, you know there's a hundred bushels of Maser for that lady, you know, that's going, that, that, that I've separated for that lady. In that case, since he articulated the amount, and he knew the amount, we don't have to be concerned that he, that he, uh, that, that, it, that it's raw. He can assume that if he left it over for the lady, he made it, you know, clean. He took out, that's the phrases I'm using, he just, he took off the Trumas Maser, so it was all Maser that goes to the lady. He did that before the lady, before he died. Okay? Kevin cuts. Since the amount is kayat, it's precise and it's known. So Tikune Takne Balabais, he fixed it up for the levy so the levy could get pure clean masir, with Trumas Master already fully taken from it. That's you know, what, pizza, right. 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 Uh, if you buy sometimes a box of matzahs, right, and it says in it Khalaginuman, right? So here you give it to them, you know, you give you give the masir to the levy and it says Trumas Maiser Gunuman. Okay, so he gets it, he can eat it, it's already been fixed up. Okay, so the Gemara says Yeah, exactly. So Okay, so now we're satisfied, okay? That works. It probably doesn't, doesn't at all fit the original language of the Brighton, but at least it's a, a scenario that makes sense. Okay, so now the assumption is somebody, before he dies, leaves over Master, the same way we say that normally a chavar doesn't die with leaving his grain unfixed. So if he leaves over Master to be given to a particular lady, maybe before he's decided who it's given to, it's a different story, we can assume he fixed it up perfect for the lady and already took out the Trumas Master. If, if you articulated the amount, like the amount was known and articulated, then we can assume he fixed it up. So yes. it's actually though, the opposite. Yeah, of the original no, text of the Brita. Exactly. Yeah, let's not, yes. If you, read, if you go back and look at the original it's language not, of the Brita, it flipped it around. Okay, moving on though. But at least we got a scenario that works. Like so it. the Mars are like this. Now we are able to finally turn to an interesting halachic question. Wait a minute. Since when does the Balabayas get to take Trumas Maser from the Maser. He doesn't own the Maser. It's the Levies. Normally, you have to be appointed as a Shaliach. Okay? And, so since we're, and it doesn't sound like we're making it, we're saying like implicitly the Levy would want the Baal, like, like, to, like it, we're, it sounds like we're assuming like the Baal is fundamentally entitled. It's my grain. I separate off the Maser. Let me just go ahead and finish the job. I'll take the Trumas Maser from the Maser. Like I have a right to do it because I'm the one who separated it off. But since when is that true? Once it's Maser, it belongs to the Levy. Okay, uh, I mean, you know, or the shade at lazy. Um, in, yes, Abba Elizabeth ben Gamla, he, this is the position of Abba Elizabeth ben Gamla, the time he's on, right? So, Abba Elizabeth ben Gamla, Omer, the next of Lechem Chumatchem, this is the Pasuk by Chumat Maser, okay? The, 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 the Pasuk is saying to the, to, to, um, to, uh, the, the Pasuk is saying, uh, what's the Pasuk? Right, it says, you shall take a Maser, mina Maser, right, and so you, the, the, the lady will take a tenth of the tenth, the Nechshav Lechem Chumatchem, wait, wait, hold on, is the Chumatchem going about the Maser or about the, hold on. Hold on, hold on, let me get it. What is it? Okay, let's take a look. Yeah, for Hamlayamina Yaakov. Okay, here. 
you are given the ma'aser you take a tenth of a tenth that's your trumat ma'aser and your trumat should be considered to you like the grain from the threshing floor and the full from the, from the vineyard so what does that mean? your grain should be like you for truma so who's it talking to? So, so, so basically, so Rashi says here, yeah, I'm just checking Rashi, but yeah, but you, since it uses the word truma, it means your trumat maaser, the way this is understood is your trumat maaser that you will be partaking is like the truma that the Israel takes on their grain. Yeah. Okay? So, okay, so your trumat maaser of the Levi'im is like the truma that the, that the Israel takes yeah. on his grain. Yeah. Okay? So, now this is actually shot of the Pesukim. The Pesukim are talking about two trumas. The trumas maaser is like the normal truma. Okay? Trumas m'benaber. Achas trumas kedolav, achas trumas maaser. That's exactly what the Pesuk is saying. So now here's the halacha we learn from it. To shame the truma gedolav niteles ba'omid b'machshava the same way normal truma is taken by just you know, estimating, or we'd say guesstimating, okay, and by thought. You can just think. You don't even have to articulate it. Okay, now how do we know those two are true? Well, truma really is even a, is really, even halacha is really, truma is even one grain exempts the whole, you know, kernel exempts the whole, you know, uh, threshing, you know, the whole, the whole pile. So there's actually no amount. You don't have to estimate if there's no amount. So Rashi says, okay, but that's sort of the point. The point is, is and rabbinically, the amount is like 2%. But because there's no fixed amount in the Torah, even if you're doing the rabbinic 2%, you can just like guesstimate. Tozos actually says we actually encourage the estimating because we assume that people are not going to want to go sell short, you know, sort of like, like, like cheat out on, you know, on, on, you know, it's sort of like, you know, how one day, like somehow, you know, the merchant like fills your, uh, you know, fills, you know, fills your thing and he like and pops he it off. Really pops right, it exactly. Off. So that's why we sort of encourage the estimating because it means they'll sort of like round up and, you know, to make sure they're not cutting short. But anyway, but since Truma doesn't have a fixed amount, you're never giving a precise amount. So even when, when you're giving the rabbinic, you're guesstimating but there's no precise amount. So from there we learn that, um, that when you give trumas maser, a tenth of a tenth, although there is a precise amount, a tenth, you don't have to measure it precisely. You can sort of guesstimate. Now, you can't intentionally do less or intentionally, you might, you might be able, Tosos actually, his whole long discussion of Tosos, that you might actually intentionally be able to do more, okay? Uh, but anyway, um, but that's the, that's the idea. It's a tenth, but it could be sort of like a guesstimated tenth, okay? That's the omit. And b'machshava is thought. How do we know it can be done by thought? So Rashi says, that's the Paskav, v'nechshav. V'nechshav means like b'machshava. So you don't even have to verbalize and say, harezo truma. Not only do you not have to physically separate the grain off from the pile, Right, we learned in an earlier Mishnah that you can sort of say, you know, 10% is this, 10% is that, and then afterwards you figure out which 10% and you didn't separate it off, but at least you verbally said something. Truma and Trumas Maser can be done purely by a thought act. Don't even have to be verbalized. And we learned that from the word Venechshav. Okay? So, Achaz, Kishin Shetruma Gedola and he tells Ba'omed Machshava, Kach Trumas Maser and he tells Ba'omed Machshava. That's all very interesting. What does this tell us about this question, about the Balabais taking Trumas Maser? So now we're going to say that. The same way the owner of the grain takes the truma gedola. So if we're comparing the two trumas, he's entitled to separate off the trumas maser from the meiser. He separate off the meiser. He's going to finish the job and separate off the trumas maser. Yes, I have an interesting question which isn't explored: is does he then become entitled to decide which kohen gets it? Right. So I went ahead. I separate off the maser and then I separate off the trumas maser. I'm going to give you the levy, the maaser. So I have to give you the trumas maaser, and you get to decide which kohen to give it to. Can I give another levy the trumas maaser, and that other levy gets to decide? Does it have to go as a package? Or can I give it to which? I don't know the answer. Can I give it to the kohen I want to give it to? But anyway, but at least I'm entitled to separate it off. Yes. Okay. I have a field. We all have fields. There's one kohen in town. First, I give my truma, and then I give from the remainder of the field a maaser to the levy. Yeah. Can I do it in the other order? No. 
I mean, you can in a tzah, but you're, you're violating an issue. Okay. I mean, even an issue do right, so possibly. Okay, I, give, okay. Uh, I give a truma. Everyone in town gives the truma to that one Kohen who's in town, he gets from everybody. Yeah, it, 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 it could be that way, yeah. It could be that right, way. Right, sure. Oh, do I assume when the Gemara talks about Kohanim that all Kohanim are Chaveirim? Or there's such a No, total Kohanim are its cases. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, right. The same about yeah, and you shouldn't give to him. <laughs> I'm serious, whatever. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Next Mishnah. All right. Uh, now that we started doing some nice we're going to have another one. And you'll see it has to go. It's all basing itself on this paradigm of leaving the guy to deliver his guest and assuming he's still alive. Okay? That's sort of what this is all continuing in that theme. Okay. Hameniach peros liot truma umasrot. Okay. Now, basically, what I'm going to do is I am going to set aside in a particular room, um, you know, whatever, 100 bushels of uh, whatever, apples. Okay? Um, or grain whatever but we'll say apples um, and now as I go through and I'm going to be sort of uh, you know you're sort of like collecting my apples and whatever in the field over the course of the year I'm going to be keeping a ledger and every time I process another amount of apples right I'm going to say oh great that's so two more bushels of truma from that room and when it finally gets to a hundred right then I know that that whole room is all truma you got the scenario okay so same time right so it starts at that room is Tevel, okay, the stuff in that room, okay, but I'm, the plan is to eventually turn it all into Truma. And as I start getting other grain that's Tevel, I keep on saying two more apples in that room are Truma, two more, two more, until I know that I've got that the whole room Truma. Well, Shalomina Mukov. It's certainly Shalomina Mukov. Well, that's true, but, you know, as long as I'm going to keep on doing it, and maybe I can sort of designate I understand. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, that's the case. Okay. Okay, or, or the same with Masras. Now, Tosos, by the way, says, if you look at Tosos, he says, that we just learned you're not supposed to do it if they're not all together. How can I have my Masras out of the field and say that's going to be the stuff I left in that room and they're not all together? So Tosos says, okay, well, we allow that if it's like Erev Shabbos. So I'm concerned that sometimes it'll be right before Shabbos and I'll have to be Masras Shrum or whatever and I'm trying to get the stuff ready for Shabbos and I'll just add to that stuff in that room. Okay? Okay, anyway, that's the case. All right? Now, most of the way in my Shani, or I set aside $100. And as I'm in the process, and I've done, a, you know, and I, whatever, I, you know, I have a couple of different times that I separate off Maser. I get, I, it's a Meister Shane year, and I tra- want to transfer the value to money, and I'm going to bring the money to a Shalayim. So I keep on, and I keep on, you know, adding it up until I have separate, until a full hundred dollars has been transferred, and then I'll like put aside more money, and then begin the process again. Right, exactly. Um, so I do that. Did you say, make a joke that I missed? Okay, so the cure is the way it fits into the theme. I do not have to be afraid. I can just lock it up in that room, and I don't have to be afraid that something happened to the apples or something happened to the money. All right? Now, um, in do now let's say I go back after I've been doing this for a few weeks or months, and I see that the apples aren't there anymore. Something happened to the apples. Well, they, got okay, or they got robbed. I don't know. Rotten. They got rotten. Something. Well, it sounds like, no, they're actually physically lost. I have to be concerned about 24 hours. So what the shot of that means, although we'll see a debate in the Gemara, is when do I have to think that, that something happened? How, 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 how long ago? And the halach is, well, for the, within the last 24 hours. Anything you did in the last 24 hours is void, because it might have been missing for the last 24 hours. But anything before that, you can assume it was okay, which seems like a very arbitrary number, right? I mean, if nobody's going into that room, nobody ever checks it, why all of a sudden should I assume that if anything happened, it must have happened recently, as opposed to three months ago? No, okay. Well, okay, so on the one hand, you have a chazaka that it was there. So what we're dealing with is, and this is exactly what the Gemara is going to look at, and it's a great like, conceptual place, you have what's called a chazaka de meikara, and a chazaka de hashta. Okay, a chazaka de meikara means that what was the status quo? The idea is the status quo was it was there, I can assume that the status quo remained. Okay, but now I know that the current status is different, and I should to assume that the current status tells me something about the previous status. So the earlier status was telling me it was all the same. The current status is telling me actually I should assume that things were in the past the way they are right now. Right, that's the chazaka dehashta. The same way things are now should indicate the way they were in the past. So at what stage which one wins out? And this has an interesting pshara, which is like okay, the current status 
can tell you something about the last 24 hours. But it seems, but it seems very, yeah, so Tozos makes the Nita comparison. I don't want to, it's not exactly comparable, but yes, there is a surface comparison to the Nita case. Okay, so anyway, so that's, so, so that is, it's not clear why, where that number comes from, but that's what we say. Um, I have a different question. Okay, let's read the Tosos actually, since Michael raised it. Okay, Me'eslays, Benita, Diet, My Timer, Shanasu, Rabban, Shir, Benita, Me'eslays. Fatayma, Dahaka, My Timer. So whatever the reason over there is in Nita, which isn't, re- it's not relevant here. So those who want to, we don't have to worry about the Nita case. Why here do we say 24 hours? Like, wh- what is this arb- arbitrary number? Oh, no. No, actually, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Tosos actually, his problem is why the Gemara there asks, and here doesn't even bother to ask. Okay, so actually, uh, so it doesn't explain why the number works here. Okay, so forget that. Let's go back to the Mishnah. Hold on, let me just finish the Mishnah. Um, okay, Diva Rebbe Eliezer. That's what Rebbe Eliezer says. Now, this is very interesting because it says Diva Rebbe Eliezer, but it doesn't say if anybody else says anything otherwise. So that's the side of the question about that. I think Rebbe Eliezer, uh, anyway, Rebbe Eliezer, I made that mistake before. Anyway, Rebbe Yehudo, Mary Yehuda says, but you're right, it's Rebbe Eliezer. If you did this with wine, wine can turn to vinegar. You can assume the apples are still there or the money is still there, but the wine you have to check periodically to make sure it's still wine and not vinegar because you can't be mafresh vinegar on wine. Okay? So, Bikidom shall motzei chag in the eastern wind when it blows after, after Sukkot, the hotsas smadar when the, uh, when the grapes start to like, uh, the very like, uh, you know, the, the smallest, uh, how do they translate smadar there? What? The blossom. Um, and it was Shas Knesset's mind, and when the water starts going into the unripe grapes, when the unripe grapes start filling. Okay, those are the times, you know, that you have to check on what's going on with the wine. What's your question, Michael? So, let's say the apples do rot, right? Yeah. Now they have to say, all right, well, look, I didn't knock it. Too bad the coin's out. Or I say, no, I have to give the coin something that you can eat. What? Let's so say the apples are rotten. What do I think? After I was mafish up there rotten? Yeah, I never gave them to the colon. I, I was, I, I was mafish when they were good and now they became rotten. Yeah, but I never gave it to the colon. So that becomes a problem about Mamun Shane Lotovin because you were, you were a showmare for the whole Shavet and no particular person in the Shavet can demand it of you. You know, so that's like, it's an adjusted weapon. Let's say I steal it or whatever. I mean, no if you, it, 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 it might be, but, but if, let's take a case where actually you were mafish for a particular Kohen. Right, then you would be liable as a showman. If you were Poshea, then you'd have to reimburse Okay, if you weren't pushing it, it's a different story. Okay, so the says like this. My ace so just even before we try to figure out what the reason is, let's see, like, what does the word mean? Does it, we even assume it means backwards the last 24 hours. So the Gemara says, Yeah, you take the time you checked and you found that something was wrong and you're, and you're concerned that that, was the, that that state began up to 24 hours ago. Anything in the last 24 hours is bad. Because we, you know, we, we're concerned that that state took place. Something happened. We don't, yeah, right, within the last 24 hours. No, he says a, a much, a much uh, more extreme position. It means the opposite. It means you have to assume that it was all bad, it was always in this bad state, and you can only assume that the first 24 hours was good. It's not you have to be concerned that the last 24 hours was bad. You can only assume that the first 24 hours was good now that you see that it's bad right now. Okay? So the Gemara says, now let's see which way it fits in the language of the Mishnah. It's not. The Mishnah says, I know. If it's lost, you're concerned for 24 hours. Your concern is for the previous 24 hours. Shapir, that fits the grammar, the language. But if it's 24 hours from the time, is good from the time that it was set aside. So, which is another way of asking the Choshesh. The Choshesh means, what's the time I'm concerned with that? So that shouldn't say, so if you want to say you have to be concerned about all the way into the past until you hit the first 24 hours. So it shouldn't be odd me'is lace, okay? So somebody says, Kashi, you're right, that's difficult. Clearly the simple shot is you're only chosheh for the last 24 hours. Now, Dina Rebbe Liezer, that's the opinion of Rebbe Liezer. So the Gemara fills in the blank. What, is, what, do, what do other people say? I'm a Rebbe, excuse me, Dibi Rebbe Lazar. I did that again. I'm a Rebbe Lazar, Chogin Olav Chavir of Rebbe Lazar. Nah, we're talking to Mishnah. Mikvah Shenimdad Venim Tzachaser. Okay, so here's a per, uh, 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 the classic example of when you have these competing chazakos. You had a mikvah that you measured out and you knew it had the right amount of water and people have been using it for, for months and then you measure it again and uh-oh, there's not enough water. So when do we assume
assume that it's the problem started, right? It's been sort of probably it's been slowly leaking or whatever for a while, or people have been taking water out, you know, whatever. People could you come out of the mikvah? There's water on your body, so it's been, it's a slow problem that's been going on for a while. When do we assume that it became bad? Okay, so kol taharos shenasu agabav limafreya. Anything that was used for this, you know, vessels that were made pure or people, you know, you, you know that was used in the past for this whether the mikvah was in the private or the public domain even though normally we say that if something is in the public domain we assume if there's a doubt about Tumantara we assume it's okay but here wherever it occurred Tmeot we assume that it was all bad now what's the logic for this so the basic logic is that this vessel here which I took to the mikvah right and I was tovel it this vessel started with the chazak of being Tameh its status quo was Tameh right if we always look about it the, the mikvah the mikvah we have competing status quos the past one and the present one and it's not clear where that's going to sort of fall out but let's ignore the mikvah for right now this had a chazak of being Tameh and I was tovalid in the mikvah where now I'm finding out that there was a doubt as to what the status of that mikvah was in the past so this doesn't change its chazaka until I know for sure that that mikvah was okay and that's why this is assumed to be Tameh that's also why it's true even in a Rishish Harabim because even even though we say Suffolk Tumor Bershus Rabin is Tahor, that's when it's the opposite. This starts as Tahor, and I don't know if it touched something Tameh. So then if it's a Rishus Rabin, you're fine. But this started as Tameh, and I don't know if it became Tahor. So then even in a Rishus Rabin, we're going to say it assumes that that has the status quo, unless you know that a good, that a good act of Tavila was done to it. And if that's true, it's also true by the grain. This no longer is, my, is a vessel. This now is, are my apples. And I was, they had a Chazak of being Tevel. And I was being mafresh on those apples in the room. And I was trying to change their status. But their status only changed if those were good apples in that room. And I don't know that that's the case. So these should retain their status quo of being Tevel. Why do you call that this out of Chazaka being Tamil? It was Tamil. No, no. Chazaka means... No, yes, yes. Right. But what the Chazaka says is, you knew, okay. you knew it was Vada'i, you don't know if, that status, if it changed. Okay. Right? What happened after it went to the Mikvah? So the Chazaka that it was Tamil before means that it, you assume it's still Tamil now even after it went to the mikvah if the mikvah was in doubt. Okay. All right? So, everything is Tameh. So, of course they argue. Like, okay, I know, of course, we, we have to realize, you know, know to know that that case is, to, to know that that case exists and that it's relevant. But okay, now that we know it, it's clear that there is that debate. No. No, no, no. I might have wanted to explain that mikvah case in, through the lens of our Mishnah and say when it says that all vessels used in the past were no good, all the word past means is the past 24 hours. Okay? So I might have tried to force that Mishnah into the position of Rabbi Elazar. And we're saying, no, Rabbi Elazar says you only have to worry 24 hours, but we're saying if things had a chazaka of being bad, and then the thing that would make it good has, these comp- has this competing chazaka, has this cloud over it, then those things remain in their previous state and are considered to be no, no good. Okay? But so, so even, even like a minute? Like in other words, like I know that, you know, one day at 3 p.m. Right, so that's sort of the other reading of the main space of the first 24 hours. Like then I literally have to because then the minute I left that room, right? So, you know, you can never have anything work perfectly, right? You have to make some rules. Wait, but, okay. but how far back do you go in the mikvah case? All the way back until, the, until, the, until a minute after, until, until, until a minute after you checked it. I measured it and it was 40 sa'ah and then I went to the mikvah. I know that I, I'm, I'm tahor. But anything from that point on, right, uh, if it was never measured before until a year from then, everything in the last year is coming. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole year. Right. Right. Boy, that's not a good thing. I know. Okay. Now you understand Rabbi Lazar that says, you know, just the last 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's take a look. Rebbe, okay. So Rebbe Yudo Omer Begimel Prakim. Now Rebbe Yudo says, you know, you got to check the wine three times because wine goes bad. Tana. The Kidom Shel Chad Shel Tkufa. The eastern wind after the Sukkot of the Tkufa. Okay. Now what does Tkufa mean? Basically, Rashi says it means it's a year it's a normal year when Sukkot falls out in the like at, in the fall after the uh, fall uh, equinox. Okay, but if somehow it's a little bit off and Sukkot fell out before the fall equinox, then this one to, then then whatever. That's not the east wind we're talking about. Time the Rebbe Yudomer. Begin Now, since we only got three times to check your wines, we'll say some other places where there are three times during an agricultural cycle. I guess. Begin with Prokim Mochin is a There are three times when grain is normally sold. 
before the planting begins, during the time that the planting begins, so she says, I don't get it, before the planting begins and during it, like, isn't that all a continuous time? Anyway, but whatever. And 15 days before Pesach. There three times that the wine is generally sold. 15 days before Pesach. 15 days before Shavuos. And 15 days before, before, before Sukkot. Right, everybody needs it for Yontif, I guess. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, did I read that right? And wine is sold from uh, from Shuris onward. Okay, oil. I'm sorry, oil is sold from Shuris onward. So what do I care when when is the time that these things are normally sold? Okay, other than to know like when is a good time to go to the market. I'm a Tamer of Papa Okay, if you're in a partnership with somebody and you're in a partnership with wine and he's not around to consult with, okay, and the question is when to sell it on the market to make the best profit, right? So normally you got to consult with your partner. But if it is the time that everybody is selling it, okay, then you can go ahead and sell it without, you know, and if he's not available to being consulted, you can go ahead and sell, sell it without consulting. Okay, so that's what, because, because this, is what, this is what everybody does. Everybody sells it at this time. Um, okay. After these times, like after these three times, right, when is now the time to sell it? Like you haven't sold all your wine. When is now considered the time and my partner isn't around? When can I sell the rest of it? So, Amarava Koyome Pirkehu. Once these times are over, any day is the right time. Like sell it, you know, sell it while you still have buyers. Um, okay, so that's the that was the discussion about that and other cases of three times. Now, because the whole issue about the east wind was mentioned as the time to check your wine, Wait, we're gonna we're saying you can sell it at any point. That's after true. that third time, you can keep up. Yeah, you can keep on selling. If your partner isn't around to be consulted with, you can just go ahead and sell it. Okay, now, but, yeah, but at any time, because then you sell up until then, whenever you have a buyer, then then next time. It'll be what? market time anyway. No, but the next time you're going to be going with next year's grain. Right? You know, this year's grain is sold at these three times. I understand. That's the point. That's why he says every day is the right time. After the third time, right, you want to get, you know, then, yeah, then, you know, if you, you, you go ahead and sell it. Okay. Now, since we mentioned this east wind as the time to check your wine, we're going to talk about the east wind a little bit. Okay. And was when the, uh, when the uh, sun, sh- uh, uh, you know, shone forth. God made Bayona, right? God made this eastern wind harishit so my harishit what does that mean what's that, what's that adjective mean so Amar of Yehuda the Shashim and Hashavet when the, this east wind blows Osa Tlamin Tlamin it's like Choresh it like it like makes like furrows okay Bayan so it's sort of like you know it makes these like when you make a furrow in the ground right so you know so you get a mound of earth near it so this east wind so powerful when it blows right it makes these furrows it makes these waves in the ocean Amar Rabba Yehachi Yehainu Dixiv so what does it have to do with the post look. I mean that might be that might be true about the wind but how does it fit the context and that the, uh, the the sun shone on the head of Yonah and he fainted so what is the fact that you have this east wind that makes uh, you know that like, like you know that makes uh, waves in the sea how's that how's that related to, it sounds like it's related to the heat right so your explanation well, didn't explain hot air blowing on it. well if it's hot air okay so anyway that might be so let's see well okay but presumably you would want to use an adjective that would emphasize the heat mm-hmm. of it so the right right no it's not denying that that's the phenomenon it's just saying the adjective should be expressing that part of it right the adjective should not be saying a strong east wind yeah. who cares that it's strong it's just that a dry east wind a hot east wind right so that's the point just have the adjective be appropriate for the context okay Ella I'm a rabbi paneha so it's using the word like cheresh it silences the other winds. The other winds might, you know, could actually be like cooling winds, and this silences the other winds, and that somehow expresses the idea that it creates this tremendous heat because none of the other winds are blowing. Um, okay. Okay, so because your clothes are hot by the silencing of the land from the south. When your clothes get hot, when the land has been silenced from the cooling south wind, the east wind, you know, eliminates the, those cooling winds. So and so your so your stuff gets. And we're going to now find out that it's the south wind that is the most of the cooling winds. So your clothes are hot when the land is silenced from the south wind. Okay. 
sorry. Um, hold on. Shemeshemesh Shem Neshevus means I think Rashi says Neshevus means the east wind. Hold on, let me just check. Um, Kishidiyai, right. So, because when the east wind blows, it silences all the other winds. So, okay. Alright, fine. So, the east wind is the one that comes with the heat and silences the other wind. The south wind is the one that would have brought some cool air. Rav Huna, Rav Chizda, have a So, Huna and Rav Chizda were sitting. So, Geneva passed by them. Right? Now, if you might remember from earlier in the Mesechet, Geneva was the one that was giving, uh, who was it? Ula, I think, a hard time. He that people are they are coming alive viadi lemosam lemalchus right seriously the kasevla right so okay so Geneva was certainly causing problems to some people but anyway well let's see what happens with him and also what a name Geneva anyway okay Amachad Zechavrei so one said to the other Nekumi Kamei Debar Uryanhu we should stand up he's a big Talmud Chacham so Amalei Yidach we didn't know that about Geneva right Amalei remember the end of that story earlier was that he was taken out in chains anyway Amalei Yidach the other one said Mikmi Palgar we should stand up for somebody who causes machlokas, for somebody who's so contentious, problematic. Adahachi, while they were talking about whether they should get up for him, he came, he, you know, he, he came in front of them. So, Amalu, and he said to them, but my what are you talking about, right? You know, just when you're talking about somebody, they walk into the room, oh, uh, uh, well, exactly. So, Amalu, oh, we were talking about the weather. <laughs> we're just talking about the weather. <laughs> right. So, about the wind. Amalu, oh, okay, okay, we're talking about Ruchos? I have some Torah about that. So Amalu, so he said, Four winds blow every day. And the northern wind blows with all of them. If it wasn't for the northern wind, the northern wind, Drashi says, is like perfect. Not too hot, not too cold. So if it wasn't, with, if it wasn't the northern wind, we would, everything would be destroyed. Like, we need that calming effect of the northern wind. Um, okay. Um, the southern wind, which we thought a minute ago was good, at least it was cold, but okay, maybe it's a little bit too cold, okay? So that's the, mo- that's the strongest. The Omali ben Ma'amida, and if it was not this ben which apparently is some angel, if this some angel didn't get in its way and, like, hold it back, then it would destroy the whole world with its, I guess, frost. Shenema would be another ice age. Shenema hamivina tchaye aver nates. Yifros knafav l'teiman. So, from your understanding, ye aver, from the word like aver, like the wing, the wings of nates, of this angel, will spread out his wings to the south. So he spreads out his wings and protects us from that overly cold south wind. Rabbi Rav Nachman by Yitzchak, Haviyasi, is that what happened? That's right. Rabbi Rav Nachman by Yitzchak was sitting, Haviyasi, Havichalif Azor Rav Nachman by Yaakov. Now Rav Nachman by Yaakov was passed by. Kiyasi Biguharka Dahava. He was sitting in a golden, um, not chariot. What do they call those things that when you carry people? Carriage. Palaquin. 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 Okay, so he was being carried anyway. So in this gold thing, this gold Palaquin. Um, um, okay, the Dahava Uparisale Sarvala de Karsi. And he spread on him was this like was this uh, 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 like uh, um, blue uh, coat, um, cloak. Um, so, what have they said? Did they say blanket? What did they say there? Cloak. Cloak, yeah, okay. So, this like this, okay, fine. Uh, where were we? Um, blue or green, whatever it is. Green, probably. Rava Azra, Karsi is green. Rava Azra, or yellow green. Anyway, right, right, exactly. Rava Azra, so Rav went to greet him. Rav Nachman by Yitzchak was to be. Rav Yitzchak didn't go to greet him. Amar Dilma inish to be Reish Kalusaninu. I'm sorry. Yeah, Amar Dilma inish to be Reish Kalusaninu. He said, "Look, presumably he's such a fancy in this golden thing with his uh, green uh, cloak or whatever. He's probably associated with the house of the Reish Kalusa. I don't need to involve myself with these politicians. Rav Tzarek, Rav needs to get close to them and be nice with them. I don't know, I don't need them. Rav says he's very well." you know what I don't need the, you know let the politicians come to me I don't need to go to the politicians okay anyway to the color of Nachmar Yaakov of the Azil Gabe so when um Reb Nachmar Yaakov um uh wait a minute to the Chazor hold on uh, hold on 
to the Chazor the Rav Nachman by Yaakov how the other look up there when he when okay right wait I'm just trying to figure out who's the Rav Nachman by Yitzchak then who didn't go and I'm sorry Rav Nachman by Yaakov went Yaakov no Rav Nachman by Yitzchak Loaz yo no, but who was passing? No, Reb Nachman Baryakov was the guy in the... Was the guy in the paladin. Right, right, right. Reb Nachman was the guy in the paladin. So, could it... Reb Nachman Baryakov was the son-in-law of the Rishkari. Yeah, that's what Rashi says. Tosos disagrees with that. Okay, anyway. Right, so, right, thank you. Okay, so the Chazah... Now, now, when he, Reb Nachman Baryakov, who wasn't going, saw that Reb Nachman Baryakov, who was the guy in the Golden Palaquin, was coming to him, going to Dar'e, he, unclo- he, like, you know, uncovered his arm, and Amar, Shad Yanashiv, oh, the wind is blowing. Like, he like he intentionally ignored him like here he was he was coming to him in this fancy you know thing so oh, look at that oh look what time it is oh look the wind is blowing okay anyway <laughs> uh, okay I'm a Rav 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 so this type of a wind um, is one that um, this oh no I'm sorry no Tosa says Shadya Nashiv means that the that the what do you call it that the actual uh, palaquin was blowing no or a shade of, how do they what, what translation did they give there the carriage is being blown by the wind okay I'm sorry right okay so Shadya which is the shade the carriage is being blown by the wind okay um, okay fine Amarav Amarav this Rav says this type of a wind is uh, so damaging that a woman can miscarry. Even the uh, pearls in the sea rot as a result of it. Even semen in a woman's body right, will spoil and won't, uh, the child won't be uh, conceived. Yitzchak says, um, who was the one who didn't go there, and they all wanted from the three, same, same, same pasuk. So now we're again, this is the east wind where we started with. That's the wind we were talking about. It will, between brothers, Yafri, we'll see what that means in a, wi- in a minute, coming from the east, the wind of God. will come from the wilderness, from the desert, and will dry up its source. Okay, right. So, to dry up the source is the womb of the woman in the case of the semen. So that's how one of them learns that, from the, about this east wind. The wellspring will become dry. I'm sorry, the, no. Oh no, the Mikoro was the miscarriage. Right. The baby that was already there. That would sort of, so that would be the miscarriage. And you'll dry up the wellspring. That is the semen. It will sort of destroy whatever, you know, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the treasure house of every, of every precious vessel. So that's where they get it from all of these effects of the East Wind. I'm a Rava. Adi Surah, who who did Daiki cry? So this is like uh, you know, this is comes from the from Surah people that they are the people of Surah. They know how to read the pasuk like this, how to read, how to interpret the pasuk in the way you just did. Okay, now the Gemara says, "Maikyu ben Achim Yafri." How about the beginning of that pasuk? What did that mean? Between brothers, it will Yafri this wind. Amarava, a few shufsa the kufina demara rafia. Even the the um, the handle that's in the head of that of the head of the uh, axe. This wind will rot away. Now Rashi says, because if you ever seen these pictures, right, of these of this axe, right, sometimes like it sort of looks like you know like this, right? You know what I mean? Like the, the hand, like it sticks out from the top, right? So that was not a great picture, but you get the idea. Anyway, so that's Bein Achim because there are two holes here, right? So it's going between the two brothers, as it were. The, you know, between that's the Bein Achim, okay? And yaf, um, so ra, Yafri is ra, Rafia, like a re, rearranging of the letters. So it'll cause it to like to uh, to weaken, you know, even that strong handle in the head of the axe. Even a peg in a wall, I don't know how to get to exactly maybe because it's used to hang up a picture, so it combines two things, right? It's the thing on the wall and the wall. Anyway, also it will cause to weaken. Even um, a like uh, uh, like a, a, a wicker woven into a basket, it will cause to it will cause to weaken. All right, so with that, we now know the effects of the eastern wind, and Hagen Allah call a guest.